Hey there, I'm Wendy Vaughn, sales success coach and the queen of compassion-based selling because, well, selling is all about supporting, not convincing. And I am so glad that you've tuned in to today's episode of the Selling Made Easy show because this show is all about inspiration not just in learning a simple technique or mindset shift that makes it easier to get clients, but inspiration that happens as we get to peer through the lens of guest entrepreneurs who are blazing their own trails. And those trails have probably included a few unexpected roadblocks, maybe even having to overcome fears or blocks about selling. Now, I believe everyone has their zone of genius, their superpower that's a gift to others, including you. Now for me, after, well, 22 years of outperforming my peers in sales results, it's almost an x-ray vision that I have when it comes to finding and fixing any sales blind spots within entrepreneurs that are unknowingly causing potential clients to slip away. And with today's guest, her zone of genius is her ability to help people get connected to their hearts so they can discover their own passions and desires. So I am super excited to introduce Tina Piazza. Now, Tina is a certified transformational life coach, and she also facilitates monthly women's circles. Now, she teaches people how to change their relationship with themselves, including their physical, mental, and emotional health, and their finances. Now, she also teaches them how to change their relationships with others. Now, prior to becoming a life coach, Tina worked for many companies, helping them to restore and streamline their businesses. Now, she wore many hats, including controller, auditor, financial analyst, facilities manager, office manager, and property manager. And over the years, she would tell others that she could never be an entrepreneur because she could not imagine not having the stability of a regular paycheck. Well, today she runs multiple businesses and is still transitioning into being a full-fledged entrepreneur. Well, welcome, Tina. I am so excited to have you as my guest today. Hi, Wendy. Thank you so much. I'm looking forward to sharing more with you. And yeah, and I just love how you're supporting people to gain better relationships with themselves in all aspects of their lives. I can't wait to hear more about this and the work you're now doing. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to hoping that I can maybe expand other people's minds and hearts as we speak today. Yeah, well, I, I have no doubt that will occur. And always top of mind question for me is, you know, what exactly was the inspiration or tipping point that prompted you to start your own coaching practice? You know, it's really funny. I didn't expect that I would ever um, do that. I I was in the midst of kind of finding myself on my own journey and I was taking some, you know, deeper um, getting to know myself classes. And as part of that, there was a coaching program that came up. And I remember uh, at that time, the teacher and mentor said, you don't need to take this to be a coach. You can simply take this to get to know, you know, the modality better. And so that was my my real intention was to just get to know the modality better. I think I was about three months into this year long program and the light bulb came on that I was actually meant to be doing this as a coach. 
So I approached the teacher and the mentor and asked him, you know, can I change my mind? Because I was very clear telling him at the beginning, I am not going to be a coach. Um, so that was really, for me, it was sort of an internal process. It just came about as I was going through this journey of my own. Mm. Wow. Yeah. So it sounds like you really um, evolved and uh, realized maybe your your inward strength was you know, possibly a, a powerful gift for others in that self-discovery and ability to empower yourself. Now you're able to empower others. So it sounds like there was this light bulb moment. Yes. And it was, I'm grateful for it every day. Yeah, no, that's, that's great. I love that. And so how long have you had your own coaching practice and uh, has your business mission or vision evolved over the course of that time? Um, I started seeing clients back in August of 2018, and it's certainly evolved and changed. Uh, for me, you know, my mission's always been to try to help people. Uh, that was always kind of the blanket, but I fine-tuned specifics on how that looks and what, you know, what I would do to do that. And I think for me today, what I'm realizing is I've even fine-tuned the type of clients that I want to work with. And that was even something that I thought was really a choice. You know, it wasn't really in my mindset. It was like, I'm going to help everyone. But right. as time has gone on, um, you know, all of all of us, I'm sure that are out there doing this kind of work, helping others, we realize that there's a point where they also have to be willing to help themselves. And so that's really been um, right. a, a real point for me is that I need to be clear with the, the person or people that I'm working with that if they're, if they're, if they're really there, are they really ready to, to begin this journey? Because it takes some work at times and, you know, and other times it's just, you get to sit back and watch the results of what you do. So, so it's right. been a real journey for me to, um, to determine what that looks like. And I'm grateful for that as well, because to be honest with you, it was a lot of harder work at the beginning for myself when I didn't know that. And it was kind of free for all. So fine tuning right. is my greatest um, gift to myself. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. It's, it's easy to find a lot of people that are excited about just getting a easy technique or an easy, a quick fix or a fast track or, a, you know, dopamine effect. Right. But it's not so common to find those who are really in that, you know, at that moment in their own lives where they're clear about the fact that what they've been doing is really not working or not supporting or, you know, and, and they're um, ready and willing to commit to putting in the work. So yeah, that's, that's a great awareness um, because it is satisfying, right. To be that resource for so many people, you know, it's, it, it fills our heart space. Right. But then at the end of the day, we're out of time and uh, looking at the bank account, there's not too much there. So, you know, that's the, that's the drawback. So in going through that awakening, if you will, or a realization that, wait a second, I need to be more clear on who it is that I serve. Can you share maybe a, a technique that you did to gain that clarity about not only who, you know, is ready and willing to invest in themselves time and, and resources, but also who you enjoy working with? Was there uh, some process that you went through? 
No, I think at uh, one point I remember so very clearly how tired and beaten down and worn I felt. And that was really the moment where I thought, I don't remember feeling this way when I used to work for other people as much as I do now. And what is it that, you know, is off here? And so for me, it was really stopping to look at how much was I putting out versus, you know, what my intention really was, because I, my intention is always to make sure that the person is doing the work and I'm, I'm guiding them, not that I'm doing the work for them. So I had to reevaluate each specific person I was working with, assess what it was that I might've been doing to kind of, you know, get them to do the work versus them actually wanting to do the work. And then reconfigure that as my model, my business model. And then I, I was able to have conversations that were really heart-based and there was no judgment. There was no right or wrong. It was simply, here's what I'm seeing. Here's what I was hoping for um, with our relationship, coach and coachee. And this is what I'd like to see going forward. Um, I'm wondering what your thoughts are. And then just to really work with that. Some people were like, no, I like it the way it is. And I said, then I'm probably not the right person for you to be working with because I don't want to be the person you know, holding your hand and cheering you along the way, every single step. I want, I want to step back and see if you can ride the bicycle on your own after I let go. Right. Yeah. Which is more empowering, right? But some people aren't ready for that. And it honors your space too. And, and just understanding that your health and well-being is obviously of, of primary, you know, value as well. So yeah, I love that. And, you know, Tina, you're obviously an expert at supporting people, to transform into, you know, happier, healthier, and wealthier versions of themselves. But I'm curious, how do you feel about the client enrollment or, you know, the sales part of being in business? Now, this is a very different skill set, possibly. Um, Do you have any challenges or frustrations with this important part of growing a successful business? I've been fortunate in some regard that my clientele just kind of comes to me naturally uh, through word of mouth. I have not had a lot of, um, you know, challenge in marketing myself in that way. The part that I struggle with for sure is being okay with expanding my container to be able to receive a specific amount of money. Um, I think that for me, that that's always been a challenge. I've always been the kind of person to give it away for free. So Mm -hmm. to charge for something and then to really acknowledge my value in that has been my biggest struggle. Right. Yeah, no, I can, I can definitely understand that given you are very heart centered and a very compassionate giving person. And you're definitely not alone, you know, in that type of uh, struggle with, okay, I just, you know, because as an expert, your, you know, your expertise, your wisdom, your clarity just comes easily to you. It's effortless, probably. And so that's also another aspect that comes into play is like, oh, I couldn't charge them that much. This was just an easy, you know, it was easy for me to do that. Mm-hmm. And so that also impacts, you know, our ability to place a high value on our work, because sometimes there are limiting beliefs around, well, if it's not hard, uh, I shouldn't charge so much. So, which is, you know, off skew, it's, it's now not something that is uh, serving, but um, you know, here's the thing. And I would love to provide you with a little insight around this. And I think you'll find some alignment with this, but when 
people invest more in something, they tend to play more in. They, they give more of themselves. They prioritize their time and energy if they have invested more financially. You know, if something is just an easy, you know, oh, it was just for free or, oh, this was only a couple hundred dollars or, you know, whatever, it doesn't matter. But for them, they feel like it wasn't that big of a commitment. Then their time and effort is also on the lower end of the scale. And so you're really doing more service to them by presenting the opportunity to invest more in themselves. And obviously the value that they're receiving, you know, the transformation to be able to have a healthier, happier and wealthier version of themselves is huge, right? That is a huge transformation. But when we associate, like I said, uh, a bigger investment level, you actually are, are, setting the stage for them to transform more, more fully. Does that make sense? Yeah, it really does. And it's kind of interesting to hear you be so succinct with it <laughs> because <laughs> I believe in every part that you just said. And I, when I worked for other companies, that's exactly what I would say to them. Yet for some reason, <laughs> when the mirror gets turned back around, it's almost like I, I completely go blank and forget that I can do that for myself as well. Right. Yeah. Well, that's, it's one of those blind spots that comes up, you know, when we're so close with our work. So yeah, well, hopefully that'll move the needle for you. And I would love to hear any feedback from how that um, lands in a real conversation with somebody. So yeah, it's always exciting to have those uh, little shifts and mindset and uh, perspective. And, you know, speaking of shifts in mindset and perspective, the pandemic, right, it, it created quite a shift for so many people, it was a catalyst, right? Uh, the pandemic uprooted normal routines, work, um, career paths, um, you know, schedules, just a lot of different things. And it created its own opportunity for so many people to either make a transition or realize that they're stuck. So can you speak a little bit to the impact of the pandemic on the work that you do? Yeah. Um, you know, it's really interesting. I actually had a swing one way, which was people started panicking and, you know, seeing what was going on in the world. So they thought they should kind of save their money. So they got done with their, uh, sessions. You know, I, I do packages, um, of sessions. And once they were done with that package, they were going to stop. Um, and so that was really, a very interesting process for me to go through to see that that was happening and the panic was happening, but I didn't feel panicked. So I just said, okay, I understand, you know, where I am. And then it took a couple of months, maybe two to three months. And all of a sudden it went and swung the other way where not only did I get most of my clients that left come back, but then I got all these brand new clients and I had to make a decision at that moment. I was working uh, as a controller for an aerospace company many, many hours. Um, they were to also going through the financial hit and I quit my job, um, as the controller for that company in order to be able to deal with supporting the people that were coming to me for work as a coach. Right. Um, and that was, you know, all of it was fascinating now, uh, you know, 2020, right. Vision it's yeah. all fascinating, but at the time it was happening so fast and it was so real 
that I had to kind of ground in and, and just look at all of this and say, wow, this is really going to make a huge impact on the world. Like not I'm going to make a huge impact, but but the pandemic and the people that are really out there to serve people from the right places mm-hmm. is going to make a huge impact on this world. And I have to say, that's what I saw for me personally and, and for people that I know that are doing this work out there to the service oriented work, it has made a huge shift. And I think that people that were able to really pull up and say, oh gosh, I'm not doing well. I don't know how to get through this myself um, are, you know, are, are, we're better off for it. And those of us that are still struggling, you know, know that there's still help out there. I still have clients that tell me they still feel like they're in this depression from it Mm -hmm. and they can't quite explain it or that they still have a financial impact that even though they're coming back from it, there's this little like trauma that's in their mind. That's like, it's going to come again, you know, and that's Mm. what we keep hearing in the world. Oh, it's Mm. still here. Oh, it's going to rear itself back up. So it's understandable. It's really understandable why people are in there, but I definitely saw the pendulum swing during that whole process as somebody doing this work and, and supporting people through this work. Right. Yeah. Well, it's really no surprise to me that uh, you became extremely busy to the point where you took that exit strategy to serve more on this level. So yeah, because it, it really did create quite the, the fear factor and uh, people feeling stuck and out of congruency or alignment with, you know, so many different aspects of their lives. So, and, you know, I'm actually, I'm on the edge of my seat here, Tina, you know, can you share with us just, you know, more specifics in terms of your philosophy or your approach as to how you do work with people who, who do want to finally enjoy success and happiness in all the aspects of their lives. Sure. So one of the things that I believe that every single human being that walks this earth has experienced is life and life brings with it all of these different ups and downs, ebbs and flows, peaks and valleys. And within those experiences that we have, we pick up beliefs, we pick up stories We're not aware of these things. Um, They're very subconscious. And so we store those. We store those in kind of like a little filing cabinet with pictures and little words. And and they come out of our mouths all the time. If we're listening, we can hear them. But we we don't generally hear or see ourselves. It usually takes another person on the outside to say, did you notice that you say this this many times? Or have you noticed that this is happening in your life? Um, And so for me... I feel like I'm that reflector for people. I listen. I allow them to speak very freely. I ask them to check in with their body, kind of where they're feeling something when I bring it back up and reflect it to them. Um, And you can really tell where some of the energy and the belief systems are being held. And for me, I believe that things are held at a cellular level in the body. So as I get them to kind of connect to that, they're aware of what's going on in their body, their heart space, they get to their mind, we bring them together. Um, I think that when we have these false beliefs, these limiting beliefs, these stories that we hold on to, there's a form of a disconnect from our heart and from our body that happens. And so I I try to bring them back to being connected and, and really getting to listen and hear from that space rather than from you know the mind that controls so much of the story mm-hmm. or the belief. Yeah, no, that, that makes complete sense because people are, um, 
vibrating and emanating that disconnect, but they quite often aren't aware of it. And, it, you know, it sounds like you're very intuitive and um, are able to, uh, and in fact, I think that's one of the zones of genius that I uh, spoke with about in, in introducing you to uh, this conversation is your ability to help people get connected to their hearts, right? So they can discover their own passions and desires. So, yeah, that's a powerful um, approach and so refreshing and so um, empowering for people to really realize that it's within them to be able to shift and, and own that version of themselves that is already within them. So yeah, I love that. Well, how can listeners learn more about you and this great work that you're doing? So I have a website that they can go to. It's called bbe-inlife.com and they can find out all about me. There is a um, option there too, that they can click on if they'd like, and it's contact. And if they click on the contact button, they are able to get a 30 minute discovery session, no obligation, um, where they can talk to me, let me know a little bit about, about themselves, maybe what they're struggling with or looking for support with. And I also have um, some testimonials on that website, as well as my events page, which is my women's circle. Um, at, currently, my women's circles are in person here in California, in Agora Hills, but I'm also looking into starting to do some online because I've been, it's been requested by people um, in other areas of the country. Yeah, nice. All right. So that, so your website is B dash in life.com correct be dash in life.com okay perfect and people can navigate through and and uh sounds like you've got a lot of great information and be sure to and so this 30 minute discovery session that's that's complimentary it's absolutely free yes wow okay fantastic and it sounds like you're on the brink of taking your women's circle uh, into the virtual space so that uh, others can participate. So we'll keep our eyes open for that. So fantastic. Well, Tina, you have already shared so many golden nuggets of wisdom here through our conversation. But if I could tap on you one last time uh, in looking at your own experience in building your business or businesses. Um, what's some advice that you can share with, say, a, you know, a frustrated entrepreneur who's questioning their decision to have even started their own business or they're doubting their ability to succeed? I would say if you could just allow yourself to sit for a moment, pause, take some deep breaths, really just be with yourself for a moment, just a moment and really hear the voices that might be coming up, the stories that might be coming up, where you might be feeling things in your body. You can really tell, is it stress? Is it fear? What are the limiting beliefs? And from there, you can change things if you choose to, but I'm going to be really honest. It's going to be a little bit hard if we don't know how to face those fears and really minimize that stress. So I would say if you have a coach already, reach out to them, let them know what you're hearing, let them know where you're feeling this in your body, get into your body, move, go exercise, go for a walk, connect with nature and breathe. Breathing is one of the most freest gifts that you could give yourself to get reconnected to yourself at any moment. Nice. Yeah, that's, that's beautiful. I love that. Just to realize that, you know, the answers are within 
is what I, I'm hearing you say. And um, by, by just simply sitting, pausing, being with yourself and becoming aware of what those stories are, what your body is feeling. Those are the, those are the indicators, right? That there is something, uh, some, some area that needs to be worked through that's uh, creating this, this state of stress or, or doubts or whatever, however it's showing up. And it is not easy for us to be our own coach when it comes to that type of a thing. So I've, I definitely honor the fact you're suggesting that it's okay, right? To look to others for support, because sometimes as entrepreneurs, we're, we're kind of stubborn, right? We're independent by nature and we think we can just get her done. <laughs> and that serves in a lot of different areas, but sometimes it's, it's um, not the best solution. So, well, Tina, it's just been so great hearing about your journey from the important work that you were doing in helping companies restructure and streamline their businesses to this impactful work that you're now doing as a certified transformational life coach, where you're teaching people how to change their relationships with themselves, including their physical, mental, and emotional health, and their finances. So I've really enjoyed our conversation, and I just want to thank you so much for being a guest on my show today. Thank you so much for having me, Wendy. I really enjoyed it, and I appreciate you very much. Oh, thank you. It's definitely my pleasure. And again, for our listeners, you can reach Tina Piazza through her website. And if her, her message and her philosophy is resonating with you, be sure to request one of those 30-minute discovery sessions that she's so generously contributing. Her website is b-inlife.com. All right. And again, for all our listeners, remember when it comes to building a business that brings you joy and has an endless flow of high paying clients, well, don't overlook the power of what I call compassionate selling, where you've fully supported your potential clients decision making process by providing them with everything they need to feel confident and excited about saying, yeah, this sounds great. So are you 100% confident that you're fully supporting your potential clients? Well, if you're curious, reach out to me and apply for a sales blind spot coaching session. You may be surprised by what we discover. All right. Well, this is Wendy Vaughn, Chief Paradigm Shifter and Sales Success Coach. And you can find me and our next podcast episode at PredictableSalesResults.com. Well, thank you for tuning in to today's episode with Tina Piazza. And as always, here's to your success.